Alright. Smooth. <laughs> Alright, I'm just messing with you guys. Um, yeah. Welcome to my podcast. If you don't know the name already, you should be ashamed of yourself. But welcome to the Sunset Overdrive California podcast hosted by the one and only Lois Umlandu. What up? 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 Screw, screw, screw. You, you, you. Blow up. Welcome to the podcast, guys. I hope you guys are really doing well. Wherever you may, might be listening to, maybe it's in the bathtub, maybe it's in the shower, maybe it's in your bedroom, you're all alone, the lights are off, and you just put in your headphones and you're listening to this. Wherever you are, like, come on, man, come on, come on. You should be enjoying this. This should be music to your ears right now because you're just listening to one of the coolest podcasts on earth you know so yeah welcome welcome we should uh should we should we get started should we get started should we get started yeah we should because right now as i'm talking today the 18th of september 2018 south africa has legalized weed i think in in a public well a home is public but um you know it can be used in in your homes and so on so it's i think right now it is the biggest uh topic at the moment so i'll probably dwell into that right now but today we got us an awesome guest he's one of my homeboys um lisetti you know he is pushing music like crazy so um you know i'm gonna be uh interviewing him and we're gonna be talking about a lot of things such as his love for music um we get sidetracked a lot in this interview so you guys are probably gonna hate us but you're gonna also enjoy the mindset that he has the passion that he has for 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 music for life like his per his personal views it's it's just so amazing and i can't wait for you guys to listen to it but first yeah let's get on to the fact that the biggest topic that's trending at the moment is that here in south africa they've just legalized weed it can be used in your homes you can even i think grow it as well um i didn't really look into it because i was at the moment quite busy so but i did hear it over the radio and uh, some places on the news and it was pretty it's 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 pretty cool to finally hear them not even hear them you know it's 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 been a while like i'm so happy that they finally legalized it not that hey i i i, I would uh, i'm not going to say i would be lying to say that i've never uh, tried weed it's it's pretty good it's pretty good but i'm not really a pothead as other people are i'm really not a pothead so um yeah it's 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 like i said it's one of the best things and i think it's the greatest news south africa has ever heard especially among the the youth but obviously with this decision a lot of people are not happy because the fact is they feel like now the youth is endangered 
and they're just going to be destroyed by this you know it's it's there's always there's always people who are happy about a certain decision or whatever has to be legalized and the other people who are just against it and want it to be uh illegal you know it's 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 always there's always two sides to this personally on my side i think it's great it's great it's great it's been long overdue and you know it's it's exciting times now we'll see how far this goes but the biggest thing i feel is great about this is that the fact is now people who have been suffering through pain and they need uh, marijuana for medical use can finally use it i mean there's also cannabis oil it's very very good but it's so expensive it's like um, I think it's 1,500 Rand, which is really, really expensive here in South Africa. And the fact is, now that it's legalized, we could see a reduced um, price for cannabis oil. But, you know, it's not going to be a significant drop, but it's it's really going to at least help now. Um, there's, you know, patients not even patients people who are struggling you know through uh, going through pain and you know they need marijuana for medical use it's 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 a huge relief now it's really finally a huge relief and i can't wait to see um the pros about marijuana being used now and it's it's really exciting it's really really exciting um i guess you know the cons are if you don't like the smell of weed i think you better prepare yourself because now people are going to be smoking weed everywhere it's not even going to be funny anymore um i know a lot of people are going to be so fucking irritated from it and yeah well it's it's just something you, we got to prepare for it was bound to happen but we'll see how far it takes us and yeah it's it's really great um i love how people at the moment just want to uh try and you know there've been a lot of memes popping up left right and center about how you know the use of marijuana is now going to play an awesome effect on them it's i don't know people are really really happy oh i also heard that now that weed has been legalized here in South Africa is that uh, Coke, Coca-Cola, the Coca-Cola is trying to do some sort of, they're trying to fuse some sort of uh, drink which has weed in it. I, I really don't know what is that. Like I said, I haven't read on anything. Like I really have to go and read on this now. Like uh, there's a lot of articles I just skipped or didn't have the time to read because I've been so busy. So I need to actually check those out and yeah, we'll see how it goes, you know. So if Coke are really legit doing that, then wow, um, people prepare yourself. I think it'll be so cool to be seeing the weed uh, Coke, <laughs> uh, you know, you see the Coca-Cola um, brand and then probably on top you see the weed leaf on there. Uh, it, it'll be pretty, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's going to be exciting. One thing's for sure, man. We're gonna be hearing a lot of people talk like this, you know, bros. You gotta prepare yourself. 
Yeah, this is the weed life. Stoner for life, dog. You know, I have to now prepare for that. Um, Because there's now going to be a lot of people who are just going to be talking like that. Hey, Lois, what's up, man? It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. Um, You know, what else has been trending? You know, uh, like I said, I'm still trying to survive i was at comic-con uh again this whole weekend epic 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 weekend and i still have withdrawal so i think if you've like heard from my previous um uh podcast is that i was my voice sounded uh, i don't know it sounds so bad even with this podcast is that my voice sounds a bit not even squeaky but you can hear it's like kind of it's off key for some reason like my voice is slowly coming back so yeah it doesn't sound majestic as it would in previous times but i I regret that but you know it sounds i don't know it's getting there it's getting there i think i need a little strepsil to 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 soothe the pain but yeah it's 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 awesome you know um awesome weekend awesome week to come and you know i've gotten to know so many people i think i need to ask people that i met at comic-con how do they feel about the legalization of weed i really need to ask them that it's probably going to be fun hearing them say what they need to say so yeah it's it's pretty awesome um I'm still uh, waiting for the next event that's probably coming up. The next event you guys have to get excited for, for my geek friends out there, is Rage Expo. It's happening from the 5th to the 7th of October. I'm going to push to be there and I'm going to make sure I'm doing um, a podcast right there. You know, probably interview some of the hardcore gamers because like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm the biggest gamer out there. Yeah, well, for console-wise, probably uh, people who are sitting there are probably like, yeah, he's disgusting, man. PC is where it's at. Yeah, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. It is. It is. I'm just saying, you know. Um. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a PlayStation guy. So yeah, Rage Expo, the next event. I can't wait for it. You guys should pop in, buy your tickets. It's it's gonna be legendary. It's gonna be sick. So yeah. Um. So. As I'm about to transition to the interview with Lissetti, it was, I really, really enjoyed this interview. It was so amazing to hear him and his opinions and his, um, just everything, you know. Uh, like I say, I say everything a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm probably, if I had a rant for every time I've said everything in podcast, I'd probably be broke. I wouldn't be broke. Well, I'd be broke if I'm the one paying for all of those one rents. But I'd be rich by now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he was just amazing. Uh, listening to his points of views. And we had serious discussions on certain um, issues that's happening. Not only in South Africa, but around the world. And like I said, we got a, a, a bit sidetracked, but in the end, it was all worth it. And this was just amazing to listen to this. And that's why I say, you know what, you're not going to regret 
listening to this interview, you're going to enjoy it. You might also be inspired to maybe do music as well or whatever you want to do. You know, this is the podcast to 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 listen to. And this is the interview that will just maybe change your mindset forever. So I hope you enjoy it and let's get it. Well on, well on, well on, well on, well on. And here's my next guest. Day's finally here, man. All right, all right. We've been waiting. How long have we been planning this, though? I think it's actually been like two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry for that lame-ass intro. Uh, <laughs> Name's the city, guys. Always boy who came back from, from way back, middle and primary. Yeah, it's a long time, dude. Like, it's a pretty long time. It's been a long time. Yeah, it is, it is. Yeah, yeah. and the homeboy had a vision to actually start a podcast. And we're here now. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, before we even, you know, started about this with the lame introduction, you still <laughs> didn't tell me why, you know, my view, uh, probably, I almost said viewers now, this ain't a vlog, it's a podcast, you know, probably my, what's this, my uh, listeners are probably like, yeah, yeah. who the hell is Lissetti? You, you gotta express it more, come on, give me more energy, man. How? So who are you, like, the floor is all yours, go How for it. How do I introduce myself? I'm the coolest nigga alive, man. Oh, is that what you say now? <laughs> no, no, those are facts on facts, boy. Quote yeah, on yeah, quote. Yeah. Niggas know, man, I, I hate beef. I just, just get along with everyone. If you don't like me, it's cool. I just hate hating on people, man. If someone doesn't like you, it's their decision. I can't hate on the fact that we don't get along with whatever we don't get along with. It's like, you oh, got your yeah, views, true. I got my views. True, true. It's agree to disagree, and let's move on, bro. Like, I can't be killing someone just because you see something differently. Yeah, yeah, you I get it, I get so, it. Man, let, let everyone live, man. And basically, I'm just a, a candy-coated unicorn. Oh, right. I love that expression, dog. I really do love yeah. that expression. So, yeah, I mean, like we said, yeah, we, yeah. we've been, what's this, planning this podcast for two months. For months. Oh, we've been, I don't know, we've been really busy. This has been something yeah. that we've pushed for a very, very long time, mm-hmm. two months Inception of like yeah, yeah what you you've been going back and forth with uh, trying to handle the idea of how to actually start the podcast because now you can have the idea of of the podcast but the inception of how do you start mm, where true. am I gonna put it up uh, who's willing to listen to the podcast what do I speak about on the show what goes what doesn't go if you mean the whole setting of like a lot of external factors go into play without us thinking about it. Like from the from the outside, it seems easy to say I want to start a show, I want to start this and that, until you look at the logistics of it. It's like it's actually not as easy as I thought. <laughs> oh man, dude, don't even get me started. Like these last two months have been, I'm not gonna say, for me personally, right? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, as this is my show and so on here, it's it's something that uh, during these two months I thought about. I had to you know, play around through things. But finally, I've come to the fact that, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. And, you know, we're going to push to get as much listeners as as you can. And even though it was a lot of work pushing for this, it still had, I still had fun, you know. If if it feels right, why not do it? If it feels right, do it, follow your path. Exactly. And, you know, it was so much fun to do it. And and we're going to see how 
fathers grows and you We've know got no option but to make it grow bro. ah you know this is something you know. that we like so why not push it and, and see how far you can take exactly. it exactly you get me so because it's a really when i speak to a lot of people to case of when you ask them how far they want to take their dreams and their passion it's always a case of i love doing this but i don't think i'll make it past a certain degree because of certain limitations that have been put on us by say society our parents ourselves Mm. Right, because of say when you look at someone else do it, it's kind of like, hey, but that guy had it hard, or he had one, two, three, or he had these type of resources. He's from a rich family, so he doesn't need to suffer for this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you try to do something that you like, say if you want to go play sports or something. As good as you are, black parents hardly support that. It's like no, no, you gotta either be an engineer, a doctor, or a lawyer, something that is guaranteed to bring money in the family because of black tax. Yeah, but then again, if you come to think about it, those things don't actually bring, you know, that guarantee of financially being stable. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 you know, it's always the case. For example, we've looked at a lot of uh, engineers now. I mean, if you guys don't know or even viewers listening from, you know, wherever you are, yeah. is that we've had a problem also here in South Africa well, all over the world now I'm looking at is that um, a lot of engineers are actually... They, they, it's, they find it very difficult to get jobs and you know yeah. it's shocking I remember we even had a, a chemical engineer where was she standing I can't remember but she was on the street she had a, like a, a, a billboard like a robot. Yeah, yeah yeah just the traffic lights and then she was there uh, typing what's this she said she has a degree in, in chemical engineering can someone please hire her that is not supposed to happen. It, it happens, bro. That is not supposed to happen. And still, like I said, that didn't even give any guarantee. She was struggling to you look for me. a job. I don't know if she got one. Did she get one? Now? I'm not too sure. Hey, you know, it's I always don't... the case where you find you, you're in a restaurant and the, the guy serving you, the waiter serving you, actually has a master's in finance. Yeah, yeah. But because things that. don't pin out the way you think they're gonna, at times you may finish university at like 25 or something 26 and get a job immediately where someone might take like a, a three-year degree or something and actually not find employment or what it is that they study for mm. until their early 30s yeah, yeah, yeah so we're not actually guaranteed so as much as we try and express that to our parents because of the challenges that they've probably been through they want a guarantee in the sense that because you've got a degree rather than no have that in the bag instead of having nothing to fall on or trying to use your own wits, knowing that they probably tried that and it didn't work. It only worked for, say, maybe 5%, as compared to if you're from, say, uh, a white family, right, where there's wealth within the family, where you can actually take that leap because you don't have, you're not going to be the next breadwinner. Mm-hmm. There's no need for you to go to school or do this and that because your parents are financially secure, not to need you to go there. Mm, I get it. They're no, secure it. enough in their own wealth to say lawyer doesn't need to go do this or the city doesn't need to go this do this because of if he doesn't do that there's no food coming in there's no money coming in so they 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 more likely say you know what if you want to be an artist go do that if you want to go paint your whole life go do that even though we still have a lot of you know parents no matter what color no matter yeah, what regardless race, of race or whatever creed. they could be they, we still also have those parents that are going to be like, no, you're never going to do this. You're going yeah. to stick and do and be an engineer, be a doctor yeah. and so on. But, you know, not all parents are the same. It's just, it's what we've seen a lot. Majority with, of the time. With, with, the majority time. of the time with a lot of things in more or less, let's say, the black community. Yeah. And, you know, what we've seen. And 
I think with this generation, it's going to change a lot. Yeah, For yeah. every single race, it's going to really, really, really change. We're going to be pushing our offsprings to the highest peak yeah, yeah. of the mountain, you know. Because I think it's going to be a scenario of the change happens for the sake of we haven't been, say, past apartheid or whatever it was. It's like been 25 years or something. 20 years? Wait. Yeah, yeah 25. Yeah, it's 25. 25, 24 yeah. years because it was 94. So no, yeah. it's 24 years. 24 our years. Maths is, what is up with our maths today? Yeah, yeah it's 24 years now. It's like since ah, we've been at the, the year is practically over, so. So, cause of that, they, they still have the doubts given that. Is certain undertones, whereas if your if your dad is a company, you're more likely to go work for your dad, right? And it's the right thing to do. It's your dad's company, go work. But now, if Lloyd's dad is a company and he employs him, now there's cases of oh, it's nepotism. Yeah, true. true it's true. like where where people, I remember people comparing the whole situation happening in in Britain, right, in the UK, where you got the monarch, and then you look at what was happening with uh, Zimbabwe, right, when when Robert Mugabe was still president. Now you get a scenario where William and Prince William and Harry don't technically work. Like they they funded by the taxpayers, right? So they don't need to do anything. They, they sit, right? So now Robert Mugabe does the same thing and gives all those funds to his kids as well. And then you look at it, it's like, wait, but isn't that a similar scenario? Whereas he feels the weight more than the monarch does. If William and and Harry do it, it's like, okay, cool, yeah, they they they, they princes. If these if these other guys do it, they almost said niggas, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and cool. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Jake me, if those guys do it, it's a case of nepotism, this nigga's abusing power, he's doing uh, this and that. Right? So I'm saying, let him do that. The only glitch is now when he's letting his other people suffer. You get me like Zuma. If I was in his shoes, I gotta put my whole family on. But it's a case of him not actually doing the work because you can't go pretend as if all the people in power previously or currently aren't putting on people that they know or work with into powerful positions the only thing is if they actually get a tenant of say 10 houses and the guy builds eight if you're going to spend the money for the two remaining houses we don't give a damn because that's eight out of ten houses done mm, whereas if you're just going to build one house and spend a worth of nine houses on yourself and your family People are suffering out there. That's when now we're going to call you out for it. Mm. You get me? It's like, even when, say, Mandela or Mbeki and them were, were in power, it's not like these guys weren't abusing power. But because of how you do it, it's like, okay, cool. Because you're still looking after the people. We'll, we'll let it slide. Uh, right? We'll let yeah, your transgression yeah. slide. Yeah, true, true, true. Right? It's like if, that. as a kid at school, right, if you're an A student or if you're a sports star or whatever, you're more likely to get away with murder because of you've got a certain track level or a track record that you've got prior to. So people know you, they trust you. Yeah, it's that, like, oh, okay, but it's just Loiso, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah. If I'm a, a delinquent in a way, right, I'm always causing trouble, I'm failing. If I do something, it's, ah, it's him again. You check me. It's like, it's more true, likely it to, to throw me to the curb because of what I've previously done. Even if I do something right, it's a case of... Oh, okay. That's good for you for this time. Like, no one's gonna gas you up the way if a nigga that's getting, say, 80s and 90s fails. It's like, ah, oh, okay, sorry, just, he's probably got stress at home, maybe he's depressed, he's this and that. 
if Lloyd Dart is like, hmm, he probably cheated. Yeah, true, true, he, true. I get he it. He probably cheated his I way to the it. top. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You get me? So it's like, just how human beings think and you can't blame them. Yeah. You get me? So we, we could, we could, but... Yeah. But but you're right. We can't blame them. I mean, life is that's how life is, it's and we can, life, and we yeah. gotta take it a, 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 as it is, man. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if we're gonna keep on looking for someone to blame, you're nah, gonna it doesn't work you're gonna die, and it's it's, it's it's just a shitty feeling to be you're honest. You're stuck in an abyss, man. Eh? Yeah, that is true. And another thing I do want to talk about that probably everybody is just waiting to hear. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why did I pick Lucidi? Mm-hmm. You make music, man. Yeah. You make music. Yeah. Like. Okay, first thing I gotta ask you is, what what like inspired you to decide that? Yeah, yeah. Like today, I'm gonna wake up, and you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start writing, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna do music in general. Yeah. Like, what pushed you to do that? Man? I think the scenario of growing up around music. Yeah, it's typical. You grew up around music. You uh, yeah, that that nah, cliche. Man. That cliche. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's whatever. But now it's a case of growing up. Music is. A conversation starts amongst kids, right? Say if if you guys aren't playing sports and you guys don't know each other, right? Because in class at times it's basically no time to be speaking with each other. So music is like a common theme, or as if you guys love a certain genre of music. Say if we love R and B, if we love hip hop, there's something that we can speak about because we've got something in common. Mm-hmm. If it's a scenario of say we don't we don't like playing sports, so you can't go speak to the sports guys. Mm. Right? No, no, so no, I get it, I get it. Whereas you could find in the sports guys like music as well. So you can start speaking on that, oh, did you hear so and so's track, blah blah blah, and it starts a conversation. And I love the the format that music is basically summarized storytelling. You know what I'm saying? It's a scenario of you can summarize, you have to tell a story within three to five minutes. What the rhythm poetry. That's what I love to call it as well. Rap. Rap. If right? you, and it's if not necessarily just know. rap. Like every, but yeah, yeah. every single genre, be it pop or whatever, you're telling a story of your own circumstances or what you perceive the world to be, what you love, what you hate. Mm. And you're basically summarizing your situation within that time frame. But besides just say writing a book, whereas you can take whatever amount of time you can have, you can break down the characters in your own time, right? With music, you have to tell them, say, in, say, 16, 16 bars. Mm, okay, okay. You have okay, to tell okay. your story within rap, specifically, right? You can tell your, your verse within. you got a verse to tell your story. you got a hook that still has to go along with what you're speaking about. Mm, yeah, 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 true, you true. you still have to do it over a beat. It still has to go along with the beat. Because it's one thing having a dope instrumental, but now if your, your words or your rhythm isn't going along with the cadence of the music itself, and it will not sit. So you have to tell the story. You still have to tell it on beat. It has to make sense. And it has to sound good. All in the end. Th- those are like... Y'all gotta be listening to this. Those three key elements. You, you heard that. You, you, you heard that. You, so heard that. Of you heard that. <laughs> you breaking those things down. Whereas... I'll take a simple scenario, right? Where you could take the script of Boys in the Hood. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a phenomenal movie. A movie with say um, Ice Cube. You had um, who's that? Um, Not Morris. Yeah, Morris Chestnut. Yeah, Morris Chestnut. Yeah, yeah. Morris Chestnut. Neil Long. You had Trey, who was uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. 
Yeah. Yeah, shit. Yeah, like, like right Rain. now, I'm having that confused look, and um, I'm like, okay. Who's that? Who's Morpheus again? Lawrence Fishburne. Oh yeah, Lawrence yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the yeah. dad, right? So now you get a scenario of a typical story in the hood where they break down, say, a guy, a, a good kid, right? In, in in that circumstance, who whose friend gets shot, and his friend was trying to make it out those circumstances, out the hood, by bowling, by playing sports. Because in some cases, you can't make it, say, with school because maybe the guy's trying to know when he studies. So the only way out of that scenario is to make it to the National or the Pro League. So now his friend gets shot. His brother's a gangbanger. He wants to see revenge because you can't be a punk about it. Yeah, it sounds like the typical Hollywood story. Like but Black. But typical Hollywood story. Yeah, as, as now always. you say go back and you listen to Kendrick's Good Kid, Mad City. It's basically the exact same thing. <laughs> Kendrick is a guy growing up in all these circumstances, but he's not he's not the gangbanger, he's not the, the dope slinger, he's not the guy that's the guy. Yeah, because he just knows the guys. Because um typically we have, you know, for example, we always look at rappers. Yeah. The, I mean, what is the stereotype we always get with them? They are uneducated. Yeah. They are just gangsters. They in a gang. They you know they violent. They aggressive. Yeah. They 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 go nowhere with life. And the fact is that everybody loves it. Exactly. But that's also there's also facts to it. But as they get away with it, cause it's the cool thing. Rappers get away with being hella misogynistic or sexist on tracks because of what or how. Gender is perceived in the hood. Well, uh, like, can you emphasize with the sexist part though? Like, in the sense that on, um, on your side though, rappers are always it's a slur or if I'm gonna diss you and I call you gay or faggot, right? True. It works because that's not the end thing or the sense of it's not the biblical thing. Okay. It's, yeah, it's yeah, man true, and woman. True. So now when they see. A guy with another guy or a woman with another woman it's a case of that's wrong and he's wrong for doing that okay so if yeah, yeah. you aren't doing the normal thing or the natural thing and that how it's perceived then you must be in the wrong so yeah, it's easy for rappers true. to talk start throwing those slurs on you yeah you gay you a faggot you you this and that you gave me or or when you sexist in the sense of now or misogynistic when they throw it on women but when you talk negatively about women, yeah, that's that's the cool thing. You you were mad, you were mad. But now when a guy like Drake comes in the game, right, and he starts speaking about how vulnerable he is to love or what women have put him through, and him expressing these emotions, where guys like uh, Q-Tip, your Andre Three Thousands, oh, your Kanye's, yeah, all these yeah. guys did it before, right? But they said the lane for him. So by the time Drake came in, the lane was already set for that. So when he did it, it's a case of, it's, it's easier for us to accept it. But he was he was mainly accepted by the woman. Guy, a lot of guys that I know hated Drake in the beginning when he dropped like, because you know, best I ever had was his, his oh, breakout single. Oh my word, yeah, yeah, right? true. But you look at it, it's like, ah, oh, this, this guy looks like a punk. Like Yeah, yeah, because honestly, with in my side of the story, I remember also music was, was like, my escape from reality, yes. right? As I was young, and I'd always want to be listening to every single genre. I never restrict myself yeah, with no, listening no, with every single genre. If the song's then, dope, it's dope. To it. Exactly. And then I remember when I came into more of hip hop and the rap stuff. Yeah. You know, I didn't like it because 
I was this little scrawny kid, you know, still um, very afraid of all of this music. It will probably influence me in a bad way. Yeah. I don't know why am I doing signs like this, showing body uh, signals, yet you guys can't even see it. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, but yeah, you know, I was that type of uh, a guy, you know. Yeah. So now when I came into it, I actually started listening more to the lyrics than I was listening to the beats or the instrumentals yes. and so on. And then I got to understand it. And I mean, yeah, Drake, when he first came out, it was like, who is this guy? Like, see, like really? Drake was the... Most people don't understand that Drake told the story we, we needed to hear, right? Where a lot of guys wanted to say what Drake said, but no one was willing to do that because, like I'm saying, you look gay if you do that. Yeah, so exactly. As a guy, if you show your emotions, you gay. Yeah, exactly. Right? You see, that and was the whole point. When you go... When you look at a different scenario, a guy like Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar told us a story we wanted here, the, the violent gang banging story in the hood, living it up. But he told it from a perspective of, I'm not part of that. You part know, of that. Like, I'm, I'm in it because that's where I live. That's the environment I'm raised in. But I didn't, I've never I'm held a gun and gang shot somebody's type of thing. I, yeah. I don't sling dope. I don't do those things. But I've, those things, my friends do them. And I'm influenced by these things. So I'm in a mad situation, but I'm still trying to keep my sanity. So music saved him in a way where his parents would get him to say, hey, bro, top dog just called. You need to be in the studio. You making it like I'm saying what, with the music. What, what kind of parents would actually do that? Think about it, though. Black Americans. Hey. But hey, I don't blame them because hey. like, like we're saying, right, it's a scenario of as a black guy, if you can't make it with, if you're not bowling, then you're on the mic. Mm, true, Either you, you, you're good at sports or you're good with entertainment. It's not acting, music, or something in the entertainment industry. Because as dope as you are, as even if you're a doctor or if you're whatever, there's always another guy that's going to be kind of picked better or picked, yeah. Before that's, that's you because yeah. of a, a racial thing, regard. you always have to be better than that guy tenfold just to be in the same room as that guy. A scenario of saying uh, black guys or black people can't afford not to be perfect because now the world views them as a scenario of we gave you a chance and you messed it up why should we give another one of you guys an opportunity mm, yeah it is rough for them honestly yeah. right you you look at uh say a, a, a michael jackson type of guy who one of the first black guys to make it onto mtv because they weren't playing black music on mtv what? he makes it into the fold it's a case of let's wait for him to flop and he didn't. He didn't. But the there's the catch. There's the catch. There is that catch. Yeah. And you know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. When he decided that he should change his pigmentation. Yeah. Yeah. But we wouldn't still count that though. But also again, where people don't actually look at why he changed it, right? He had a skin condition. Yeah. That's what he I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, there's that catch. It's, yeah. Where people don't actually get the full story. It's a case of most people don't understand that Michael actually made savvy business decisions he had well, actually he owned half of sony he owned the beatles catalog there's a time when eminem dissed him and he bought eminem's whole catalog <laughs> like that's oh that, wow that, that's a g thing to do and i'm still laughing because we're right now we're in the middle of the whole eminem dissing um, machine gun uh, kelly, kelly type of you saga so now when you're telling me this and probably while people are also listening they're like oh wow eminem did you forget about that you know you, you get yeah. a scenario of, as that guy was very savvy but because of everything surrounding him it's easy for the lawyers or the media to depict him as 
as as talented as this guy is, he's he's weird because he loves hanging around kids. Why the hell would you build a theme park at home? We forget that this guy did not have a childhood. Mm, Just yeah, like when you true. look at say a, a Serena Williams, a Tiger Woods, all these great sports stars or all these great entertainers had to sacrifice their childhoods just to be this successful. Yeah, true. Right? true. Whereas a guy coming into it later on in his life has that experience of, I got to be a kid, I got to do this and that. So a Michael Jackson is going to wild out when he gets the cash. He's going to try and do all the things he couldn't do. He's going to try and compensate. He, he always want to find himself amongst kids or amongst that type of environment because he feels like you can't trust adults or human beings in general because of how the snaky tendencies people tend to have oh man going outside i i i would agree with that you, you know see, like you i've been in this and people oh, want to use you for it's, the power he it's, has it's 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 crazy out here honestly you get i have so. no words i always say that and i and i, and I mean it i really have no words of how this world is it's man. It's, it's disgusting <laughs> really it is jamie so now you feel like people don't actually want to get to know you the they, they don't want to separate the art from the artist, forgetting you're still human at the end of the day. Mm. As much as when you run up into a Beyonce, where if she's not having a great day, she's got no alternative but to take that photo with you, right? Because mm. now if she, if she says no or whatever, it's a case of, ah, Beyonce, ah, cease. Why doesn't she want to take a photo with me? Why are you acting bougie? Why are you acting fresh? Yeah, no, I do feel Well, that's the one that. end of the spectrum. She's human at the end of the day. But then again, these are also the... These these people are your bread and butter. These are the guys that are buying the music that you're making money off. You get me? It's like, if I run into Beyonce, she's probably say, help me through whatever problems I had, blah, blah, blah. And I see you, like, oh, it's an honor to meet you. Can I just take a photo, blah, blah. And you tell me that you're busy. My whole world comes crashing down. It's like, why Stan was so dope? That song by Eminem. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. get me where Stan is thinking in a scenario that I'm buying everything this nigga puts out. I'm the reason why this guy is able to go on tour to do all these things that he can because I'm supporting him. And all I'm asking for is just a reply to my letters or just a hi and you're telling me you don't have enough time for it. I'm going through my own nonsense. As well, you know. You, you know, know, yeah. Forgetting true, that true. the artist themselves is going through whatever they're going through. But because you helped me through my dark patch, I just want to meet my hero in that sense yeah true so now when your hero turns out to be not what you built them up to be not as great as you thought they'd be your whole world comes crashing down because mm. in your that. eyes they're invincible and now for them to seem human in a way kind of take takes away from that the aura of why you actually hold them so highly jeez jeez that moment, that, 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 you know, you had to have that moment of silence just to think. Let it sink in. Yeah, it, it just has to sink in. But yeah, no, I, I do really it's, understand that. It's one of the reasons why I say we love comic books in that sense. They, they take us away from reality and they, they put us in a world where anything's possible, right? And you look at random guys can be the heroes. We usually depict it as, say, the, the nerds, the weird guys, so and so. And nine times out of ten, those are usually the heroes. It's never the jocks or the cool guy. Sp- Spider-Man, nerd, Tony. Okay, but Tony's cool. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, but still, he's but, still considered a nerd. I mean, he graduated from, what's it? Yeah, but growing uh, up, you get me, like, you, you, you're thrown in that nerd category. Oh, yeah, true. You're Bruce Wayne, you're 
you're Bruce Banner. Yeah, exactly. Perfect example, Bruce Banner. You, you're a nerd. You get me? Like, you, you, you weird. You, you aren't cool. And, and this is actually what I want to uh, now come and ask another question for, right? Like I said, you're doing music, obviously. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hip-hop, rap in that genre. That's your genre. That okay, you um, use, I rap. You yeah. But I don't necessarily do... I won't box the music and, and call it entirely hip-hop or, or rap. Should, should, should we create a new genre for you, though? <laughs> the thing is, with if I like the music, yeah, right, you, you can give me a rock instrumental, uh, a pop instrumental. If depending on the melody that I come up with, if it sounds good, if I do it say in a house type of way, if I do it in a pop way or in a reggae, whatever, whatever works for the music, I'll do. I won't limit myself and say, yeah, but that doesn't sound hip hoppy or it's it's not. The rap thing enough, as they would all say, you know, you get or it, you... it doesn't sound whatever this is. I always hate this uh, um, expression. It doesn't sound black enough. And it's you like, what is that? The music we never has color. To, to be, it never exactly. has color. We, we be it for listening to, to rock, for listening to, to guys like um, Arctic Monkeys, Coldplay. Imagine Dragons, all of them. You yeah, get me. Little Dragon. Oh, honestly, those are inspirations out here. Like, because of the, the music sounds so nice, forget who's making the music. As long as it sounds nice and it makes me feel good personally, I'm going to listen to it. I, I'm going yeah, exactly. to want to make that type of music. Who cares? It's like, why? I like guys like um, Outkast, right? Or your Andre 3000s, your big boys. Those type of guys were willing to make a whole different type of genre or go into genres like rock, funk, and all those type of stuff because of in an era where 2003, 50, 50 was hot at the time, right? This 50%, this is 50 blowing up. 2003, 50 Cent ran the game. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, I was like so confused. I'm like, who's 50 now? You know, yeah. yeah. 50 Cent, right? Um, Curtis Jackson. Yeah. Government name. But yeah, we all know him as 50 Cent. He came up, or he blew in 2003. He ran the game, right? And this was two years after Jay-Z had dropped the blueprint. This is the year Jay-Z said he'd be retiring in when he dropped, what's that, the Black Album, right? This is a year before Kanye West came into the game as a musician because he had been producing for Jay-Z and all these guys, but he didn't have a debut album. So this is when Kanye dropped the, the college dropout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get me? So... That's that's the time that when Outkast decided to make a song like Hey Ya and Roses, that was a risk. It was such a risk. That's an era where it hip hop was, was at its hip hopiest. It was it was right. I it was, remember, it was, yeah. It stuck to its true form of this is what hip hop's about, the braggadocio, the, the the manliness, this is what it's about. I mean I mean because also again we think about NW, NWA, right? Yeah. They were the one that pushed for this stigma to happen. Yeah. And now when we're going into the early 2000s, I mean, finally it's been established. We've put it there, like you said, being manly and showing all of that. And then here comes Outcast with, like you said, hair uh, hey and yo. roses. And it was like... A Mrs. Jackson. What the yeah. hell is going on here? You know, it's like... But because of that risk, now what people, what people don't understand is, say hip-hop. Hip-hop is the coolest genre out there, right? But it doesn't do numbers as much as, say, the other genres. Where you're looking at, say, uh, hip hop won't make Drake is gonna make millions, right? He's gonna sell millions, but he's not gonna sell as much as an Adele or Taylor Swift. Like, so you got seven billion people in the world, and say probably a hundred million people 
are listening to hip hop, where you got say two or three billion people listening to pop or R and B or rock or funk. Now, if Outkast is a hip hop group and they go make a funky song, now you got another group of people that weren't listening to hip hop because of the stereotypes put onto them. It's like, hey, these guys actually make dope music. They yeah, listen yeah, yeah. to true. the rest of their stuff. Yeah, now true. you get introduced to rapping or hip hop because those guys made songs like that. Now you're like, okay, but I can actually give these guys. These guys yeah, are actually pretty dope. Yeah, this isn't as bad yeah. as it's made out to be. Just like an NWA weren't just gangster rappers or they spoke about things that they were going through at the time, racism, the classism, whatever they were going through, the experiences, uh, cops killing black black guys, beating up on black guys. I mean, there was also the events of uh, what happened in uh, Los Angeles with the whole... The was riots. it 91? Was it 91 or 92? Yeah. With the big riot that happened just because of what happened with a cop and a black guy. You and, see. You know, it, the, that riot, it broke down. And what, so, what hip-hop does is they basically telling the truth. So now because of them putting certain facts on blast, it's a case of they're going to call it gangster rap. It's like, I love the way Tupac put it, whereas he's like, if you know that there's a party going on in the hotel across the street, right? And you're a, a poor guy, you can't afford any of that food and you're hungry, right? And you go to that hotel and you see people actually throwing food around. There's way more than enough. People start throwing food around, they're having a good time. And you guys start asking for, okay, since you guys are allowed to actually throw the food around or you've got more than enough to actually do that, could we please have it? And the guys shut the door in your face like, no, you can't have it. We keep on coming back the next day, we do this, we're knocking, can we please have some food, can we please have this? And niggas, you can see guys are throwing food around but they're telling you no, there's no food. I can legit see guys throwing stuff around and they want to tell me they don't have Yeah, food. it's like, hey, 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 I see you, I see you. you don't don't me? come and uh, hide that food away, I see you, that and type we, of we thing. And we're still yeah. asking for it, right? Yeah. And now, we start coming to, to knock on your door. Hey, bro, can we please have, We start knocking, right? The tune starts changing. Until we get to a point where, as you know what, these guys aren't going to give us what they have. And we're dying out you, so we're going to have to take what we want. Yeah, exactly. Right? We go in there, and we start saying, we're not now begging for food. We now come up in your house, open the door, I grab whatever I want. That's now where they making gangster rap. Were we not asking before? Yeah, no, I understand that. That's Tupac's idea of, we were asking with Martin Luther King, we were asking with the Civil Rights Movement, we were asking with Malcolm X, we asked with the Black Panthers, and nothing happened. So now that we're willing to actually take what we feel that we deserve, just as, say, uh, what's this, the American Amendment, the Amendment or whatever they say, will say, give me liberty or give me death. Where the Americans had never have to ask for anything in their lives. America did not discover America. There were people already living in America yeah, exactly. being the native Indians. Yeah, exactly. Christopher Columbus cheated right? them he, and went on... Right? It was a mess, yeah. Because they, they felt like they didn't own the land. Just like the, the Africans felt like, but the land isn't ours to own. Yeah, exactly. Until so these guys were to say, okay, just sign here and give us the land. You know, so it's, it's they, a new they, thing. the guys were cheated off what they had, but it's a case of that's the scenario in history. Give us liberty or give us death. If you don't give us what we want, let's die for this. Yeah, exactly. Now, say, if when different races and cultures do that, it's a scenario of why the hell are you guys being violent? Mm. But we've been asking you for this. 
very nicely you know we very pleasantly you, you we haven't been you know fighting we really asked you and we thought you, you would actually have sympathy yeah not even the sympathy but actually understand our pain exactly and you know try and work towards removing it you know try and eradicate it as, yeah. as much as you can and that's what didn't happen you know and i do understand your, your point it's, it, it's how trevor noah actually put what when you're speaking he had an interview with oprah right and oprah read his book and she was intrigued by something that they call black tax and trevor broke it down in such a way when he said that black tax is kind of like when there's a hurricane in your neighborhood right the government is going to step in and try and help everyone get back on their feet once everyone's back up on their feet then yeah now you can sort your guys you can sort yourselves out Okay. But that's yeah, once true. everyone's back on their feet, once everyone can stand on their own two legs. Okay, yeah. The true. government has given them that support. He's like when you look at slavery or colonialism or apartheid and all those things, it's the very same thing whereas you guys have been through this hard time where you've been dis- discriminated against because of your race or your skin color, right? And even after we get to a point where as okay, we say there's no racism, there's no apartheid there's no this and that the government did not help no black person or no indian person or whoever to get back on their feet immediately after that happened it's like okay yeah we we on equal footing now yeah yeah you know it's like it's like it's like way now. yeah it's like all right guys um we're cool now right N- nothing happened right uh, we're um, sorry sorry we're sorry sorry hey right. sorry and yeah. then after that they leave and then you're like um but guys, they don't have no food. They don't have no clothes. They no don't knowledge. Have no knowledge. You and couldn't educate yourselves because oh, it's time to educate yourself. Now that you can't, it's a case of ah, oh, look at these savages killing each other with gang violence. Exactly. But historically looking, I hate to bring race into it, but historically, white people have actually committed the most atrocities. When you look at all the world wars, when have black men caused the world war? You know what I'm it saying? The, it is. The, the Holocaust. It is. Right? The it, Holocaust. It, it is slavery. Apartheid. All these things. And we the ones that are savage. It is. Because you know, it's not like when they discovered the Africans and all that, the guys couldn't write to do whatever it is. These guys had to be taught in Egypt to do all these things, forgetting that Egypt is a part of Africa. Yeah, exactly. These guys were civilized when you guys got there. So now you take away from that because if these guys are knowledgeable enough to actually know what we're going to do to them let's break them down in such a way that they have to be so dependent on us and 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 this is what i think i love now what, what we're living in this generation yeah today. even though we're still looking you know we go back we hit everything and we say we never forget the jews never forget what happened in yes. world war ii the blacks never forget slavery here we never forget about it and you, so you on still feel we the don't yeah we do but what i still also say and i love is that all of us with the races and so on is that we're trying now yeah to remove what you said with black text i've seen so many white people that are engaged and they say they want to remove this because we're living in the generation yeah of, we're not going to forget but we're going to push you now we're yeah. going to make sure you get to the top at the end of the day and this is what i love about the unity that we have it's not the same that it was you know 50 60 yeah, years ago it's it's, it's, it's so much different this growth and that's what i love about it you know yeah. and even today you know a lot of people now i mean 
we don't walk at the street and we'll see a person and be like, why are you listening to rap? That's yeah. black music. Or why are you listening to pop? It's white music. Nah. We don't have that anymore. Yeah. Now it's like, oh man, you have Imagine Dragons or you have Little Dragons and yeah. so on. No, please send me that, that type see, of thing. We always, nobody even criticizes. Hey, you're listening to Coldplay, you're listening to Nickelback. Back. Yeah, yeah, I love Nickelback, by the way. Yeah, he's, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Ah, he's amazing as well. You're listening to Arctic Monkeys, you're listening to uh, guys like... Where guys, it's like I'm saying, it's very weird for when you say I listen to Beyonce. Before I was like, ah, cease, that's gay. Oh man, what are you Give doing? But yeah. I'm saying, if she's making fire music, why not? And it's the weird thing where, as why is it weird if a guy's gonna listen to say, wait, that's where the the sexism comes in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys will perceive it as weird if you're listening to a female vocalist or female artist. If you're listening to say a female rapper like a Rhapsody, a Cardi B, oh yeah, yeah Nicki yeah. Minaj, a Eve. Miss Elliot, that's weird. Regardless of how good they are, technically, with the rapping, with the singing, with with, with whatever, it's never weird when a girl likes a Chris Brown or a Justin Bieber or Drake because it's the natural thing to do. Well, yeah, I'm gonna destroy the sexism right now and, t- and come up with a confession. Yeah, I like I listen to Lana Del Rey, Adele, it's not their Natasha Bedingfield. I'm destroying it. And you see, I don't even care. They and I listen to music. them. I won't even lie. I'll probably be and there with Lana Del Rey and, and start Adele. crying. I'll be there, start crying, be like, oh my God, you Bro. know, like I'm even thinking about that other girl, you know, oh man, Lana you Del Rey. Involved, they yeah, music. You, we don't have that anymore. That Separate the artist from the art. If the art is good, regardless of who, who made the music. Yeah, exactly. Race, gender, if it sounds nice, I'm going to listen to that song. Exactly. There's you, no you know need what I'm to saying? worry about so it. Like, those are the type of things that are holding us back as people and it's the media plays a part in it because now there's certain say brainwashing going on but now because of all those years where you've had to view things in a certain way our generation is going to be the generation that raises the kids differently Mm. it's not weird for a black kid to go play rugby or cricket you're not obliged to like soccer a black kid can go play tennis and it's cool yeah, because here in South Africa during uh, apartheid, it was rugby and cricket were more of a, a white, white man's game. White dominated. And because uh, those sports actually need financing, as good as you are, say, as a black kid, you need to be like super good. Yeah, you need you, to be oof. a Makayan and a Brian Habana just to get in, in or your yeah. foot in the door. So that's why we're, we're saying it now. Why we're saying that probably some viewers are like, what, what, what do you mean soccer is like black? So that, that was the case here in South Africa, yeah. what was happening. But now, like we said, you things see, are different. There's so the much unity. Thing, it's like why, I think when they bought Alexis Sanchez, when Man United made the swap deal with Arsenal and they took uh, Alexis Sanchez and they, they, they sent um, Hendrik Mkhitaryan yeah, to Arsenal. Mkhitaryan, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. People were debating over the fact of why should a footballer be getting paid half a million a week? Why should this guy be getting paid 500,000 pounds a week? And now what Ferdinand said, uh, Rio Ferdinand, former Manchester United defender, he said, why is it weird when a football player is getting paid that much forgetting how much the football clubs are actually making from these guys? Because they are the, the talent. Without these guys, there's no sport. Yeah, for example, I mean, I'm wearing uh, the third away kit of 
it's, yeah. it's the 2018-19, so it's the brand new one that just came out. Yeah, the yeah. Bayern Munich uh, shirt, not my yeah. favorite team, by the way. It's Barca, but yeah, Bayern, Bayern, but Bayern, team, but they they they're really Bayern's good. So uh, so uh, they're really amazing. So I mean, look at this. I mean, yeah. let's think about it. It's what 800 rand in uh, you know probably in pounds about what yeah. is it 60 pounds somewhere. So 60 pounds, yeah. I could be wrong, you so know. If the currency is always changing. Say let's say let's just make it random and say um if a t-shirt costs say a hundred dollars, right? A football yeah, t-shirt costs hundred dollars, and actually. you get Adidas making a, a sponsorship deal sponsoring Man United with seventy-five million dollars per season. Okay, right? yeah, and, yeah. And over ten seasons, because I've got a ten-year contract, over ten seasons, that's a billion. Someone who who doesn't understand the maths behind it on why Adidas would put a billion rand into a football club doesn't understand how big football as a whole is, oh, right? Football is amazing. Where you it's... get, say, 10% of the world supporting Man United. Yeah. Right, that's 10% of the world. Say that's maybe 750 million people, 800 million people supporting Man United. If even just 100 million people are buying merchandise and if a single t-shirt costs $100, how much do you think Adidas is making in that one season compared to the 75 million that, they, that they're giving or sponsoring? Yeah, United? that is true. That is true, right? They have made all their money back in one season. Jesus. That makes you think about it. They've made you really, all their money. You really back. think about it in that way. Right? And to think that isn't even. Alright, so. I don't even know what happened. We had like a bit of a background disturbance type of yeah. thing. So probably when you like listening to this, you're probably going to be like, huh? What happened? Why is there a sudden break? Yeah, there's like some sort of sudden break in between things and so on. But yeah, we yeah, will continue. Yeah, say uh, how big football clubs are, right? Yeah. So now you get to a scenario of, even though Adidas is giving Man United, say, 75 million a season, you've got... Chevrolet giving in just to be the main t-shirt sponsor forking out say 30 million then you got DHR which isn't even on the main kit which is only on the training kit Very forking out geez. 50 million just to be on the training kit so those three aren't even the only sponsors you got probably 30 other sponsors running with the team yeah exactly yeah true true right but they making that's advertising for the team so if these clubs are making over say Three billion, or the 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 market capital, the market cap for these clubs is say, or the valuation where Man is valued is say, three billion, three point five billion. If these guys are making that much money, why shouldn't the guys who are bringing in the money, be paid that much? Because you look at a sport like, sorry for that. Look at no, a sport no, no, like a, a tennis or a golf, where it's not even a team sport, right? You look at if a Tiger Woods or a Rory McIlroy, per tournament can win 2 million or can, can go home with a 10 million rand check alone and the only guy you're paying is your caddy yeah that is yeah so yeah you, you're just paying you're gonna split it 80 20 and you give your caddy say 2 million no one's complaining about how much that guy's no, making oh not at all he's still a millionaire at the end of the day you get me and if this guy's a floyd money mayweather oh floyd can have one fight a year. How much does he get paid? It was like 80 million, right? 80 million a fight. Even Manu Pacquiao as well. You it's get like me. weird, it's, uh, really. Because because they, they're the ones putting their money on the line. Yeah, because I'm also they, saying they at, the end of the day, at, the end, at the end of the day is that um, 
for example, we also have, uh, let's not forget about the crowd. Yeah. The ticket sales. Remember, they also have season tickets, which are bloody expensive. Yeah. Which, uh, and they have season tickets. Uh, we got the UEFA Champions League games as well. Their yeah, stadiums are also have to be used for other games, yeah. other events. So concerts. Oof, so imagine how much the team is making alone. The clubs are generating. Yeah. It's, you know how when you know how big a football club is, when you look at. I don't want to bring, because United are getting into this, but now, that's basically one of the four biggest clubs in the world right now. Uh, Man United, Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Bayern. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Those are the four biggest clubs in the world, right? Financially, financially, and all that. Whereas you look at a scenario, whereas even after Sir Alex left, right? Sir Alex Ferguson, the previous, the longest serving manager at United, left. What's about twenty five years, right? Yeah, twenty five yeah, years, years. Right, he left, and Manu went through a slump. Still going through a slump. They still haven't found themselves because the team basically was Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah, true. Right? Where these guys have gone, say, five seasons, six seasons, without bagging a major trophy. The last time they won the league was when Sir Alex was in charge, which was like 2012, 2013. Yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, yeah if you're going to look at Manu's financial records, Manu's still the biggest club in the world financially. Yeah, exactly. So for a team not to be winning anything in six years and still be making that much revenue just shows you how big the club in itself is right and football is a global sport in the sense that it's it's played all over the world it's viewed all over the world whereas you look at say american sports like your basketball your american football your what else baseball right they entirely american sports you may see them played outside but the main leagues are in america no teams in the world in those sports are bigger than the Americans. Yeah. Whereas in terms of football, the biggest clubs can be found in Europe, in South America, even in Africa. Anywhere in the world, you can find the best teams, the best players. Yeah, true. You get me away. In basketball, majority, 90% of the best players are from America. Mm. The franchises are American. The only, say, outside teams that you'd have that I can think of right now is probably a Toronto Raptors, which is from Canada. Canada, yeah. yeah. But there's only a certain few that can make it from outside and make it into that league. Yeah, true. But majority of it is from the home country. And it's still bringing a lot of revenue, though. Still a lot. Bringing, a I lot. Mean, uh, LeBron James is not, you know, still asking for, no, for more money. No. I mean, come LeBron on. LeBron just signed a 35 million oh, deal come for the Lakers. On. But he deserves it. Is it rands or dollars? Dollars. Oh, dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah. That guy put it. No, I got confused. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, LeBron is. As much as people will not try and put LeBron above Mike, but LeBron definitely is top five in history now. Yeah, he is. He is. Because before, the the argument was that LeBron hasn't won as many rings as Michael, right? Michael having Michael Jordan having six rings, and LeBron. Uh, having not LeBron's on three rings now. Two. Oh, I thought he was last time I checked he was on two. Yeah, yeah. No, he was on two with uh, Miami Heat yeah, and he won one yeah. with the Cavs, right? But for him to be that good and that consistent, when people think about the pressure that LeBron had since high school, he's been dubbed the next Michael Jordan. Yeah, true. I remember. And he's that. lived up to every single expectation that's been put on him. 
You get me? It's 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 similar to say when you look at a Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi type of scenario. We always gonna pit the two against each other, but historically, when you look at how consistent these guys have been throughout the years, right? Of how good Messi and Ronaldo have been in this in the sense that since these guys, Messi made his debut at sixteen, Ronaldo probably made his debut at like seventeen. That's still very consistent, though, eh? Look at these guys are in their thirties now. Yet, yeah, Ronaldo's only like two years older than Messi, yeah, right? Exactly. But these guys are in their thirties now, and they've been the best since their twenties, twenty ones, right? From the age of say twenty, twenty one, these guys have been the best players in the world. Exactly. Because yeah. regardless of how good a season every other player has, even if Messi and Ronaldo have a bad season. That's still them scoring 40-plus goals. Exactly. It's Even during the bad season, they're still the best players. It's, it's, it's also like in uh, Formula 1, for example, we have, um, I mean... Lewis Hamilton doing uh, the, the most. And Sebastian Vettel as well. You feel because, me? for example, when I say Formula 1, who's the first person that comes into your mind? Michael Schumacher. Exactly. And uh, Sebastian Vettel had the pressure of becoming the next... Um, Michael you know, Schumacher. Michael yeah. Schumacher. He went into Red Bull. He won four consecutive... Um, world championships and we also have lewis hamilton now who says they've now both equal on four um, we will see who finishes with five yeah. i still say Wait, it, i think hamilton actually has more now no 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 it's still four it's still four it's they still both four. four but it looks like hamilton might get more we'll see yeah, how the season is just won in, in, uh, in singapore, singapore. Uh, we're gonna see he's, yeah. he's probably gonna get more by the looks of it but i'm a red bull fan so uh, daniel ricardo if you're listening to this i love you man but yeah but you um, still got a max verstappen so yeah that's still in trouble but and yeah kimi raikkonen as well it's, it's gonna be weird seeing him in solve by the way yeah but yeah you know with all of those it's it just shows that we're looking at all of this rivalry but we're yeah. not seeing how top they are at how the end good of the these day guys yeah are, they're so good and like you're saying that what people forget about formula one you know how good you have to be to be able to control a car speeding at around 380Ks? Yeah, I know, man. Making all those turns and to sit in that car for 60 laps. And not having your neck break. Because I hate it when someone's like, oh, That's, is yeah. Formula 1 a sport? I I'm like, do that. you have no idea. You know, you have no idea. Your neck will be destroyed you know after five you laps. You know, it's like, wow, it's amazing. And, you know, another thing um, I just want to put out. How are you enjoying, you know, making this music? We've been sidetracked so far. <laughs> yeah, like we've gone wow. so sidetracked. Even the listeners are like, by the way. What was the question? What was the question? Yeah. And then I actually started with why I actually started the music. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I love reading, right? I love stories. I love movies. I love listening or watching a good movie, reading a good book seeing a good story play out right so now i've always been a writer i've always say from a young friends primary whereas you used to listen to rap and all these things you'd be writing your own raps but forgetting rap isn't just about the raps itself right where you still have to make the words rhyme besides the words just rhyming the words still have to make sense you still have to have a flow to it your flow still has to go hand in hand with the beat. Yeah, yeah. It still yeah. has to make sense as you've got the flow, you've got you're still writing a beat, you're still telling a story, and you you're telling your story within sixteen bars or thirty-two bars if you're gonna tell two verses, right? The traditional verse, hook, verse, hook. Mm, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah, so I I've always written the raps, 
but I, I never knew how to to flow initially, right? I could always write, even if I started writing to a beat. I could start with having, say, the first two lines, and when you read it, so I, I was basically writing poetry. And I call it poetry in the sense that, in my head, it was rap, because in the format of, it's a... Rhythm poetry. Right? Yeah. In the... Poetry doesn't have to have a certain structure. Yeah, it doesn't no, have true. to rhyme, right? R- rapping has to rhyme. You can't call it... It has to rhyme. Yeah, true, true. Right? It has to sit on the beat. So I could always make things rhyme. I could always tell a, a proper story. But the only thing that I was lacking is, say, breaking it down into 16 bars or 32 bars and actually having it flow with the beat. Mm, yeah, I understand that, though. Right? Yeah. Until it got to a point where... Uh, I'm helping, I'm in studio with my friends and these guys are making music and being a writer, I'm helping refine the written parts of the songs and this and that, right? Knowing how, catching on with melodies and all those things, it just naturally happened where it got to a point where as I I just magically knew how to write a beat. I could always write, but I could never write a beat. Yeah. Until huh. I got to a point where as now I can actually flow with the beat. You get me? Then yeah, I got to no, a point where as my writing and my flow and everything else was on point, but now the delivery was what I had to work on. You get me? So it's just more than where you can find rappers who are good with flows, who are good with, with the rapping itself, with the writing, but the delivery sucks. Yeah, so no, it doesn't true. sound nice. True. Right. So Did that's you where you come in and you, you had to master that and make yeah. sure that, you know, and it I'm, was I'm, I'm still not where I want to be. I'm still learning. I'm, I'll always be a student. Oh, yeah. Right? I'll always be a student of the game, trying to improve the storytelling, trying to improve the writing, trying to improve the craft of it. Right? Where I always view my raps in a sense of a summarized book because I love books, right? I love books, I love storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love to view the raps as a summarized book. So now I look in the sense that the if I'm gonna make say a mixtape or an album, it has to tell a story. So in each of the songs, I'm giving you snippets of the chapters. Each of the songs could basically be a chapter that I had to break down into sixteen lines. Into thirty, thirty-two lines that I had to break down yeah. and summarize that story. And then only at a later stage where I feel like, you know what, people actually want more from that story because of how I told it and they want to know, okay, so what happened here, what happened here, and I'm like, okay, this is where I can actually break down all those scenarios of this is what happened here, this is what happened here. Where I'll, I'll leave you question marks on purpose so that people want more and that's when we can take it to a scenario of, okay, here's the book format, here's so-and-so. You get me hints why I broke down the thing of a good kid, Mad City. Oh yeah, yeah, Good yeah. kid, Mad City. It sounds like the soundtrack to Boys in the Hood. Hood, yeah, true. You get me. So, it's basically that, that that type of story where Kendrick just told the story and say he had to. I think Good Kid, Mad City is like eighty-eight minutes. He had to paint his whole his childhood in eighty-eight minutes, and he told a hell of a vivid story. Yeah, he really for did. A he okay, really not, did. It's, it's not, not his, his debut, debut album, but still, but it felt like it. Major debut, debut label, label album. So, yeah. 
as a debut, that's one of the greatest debuts to date. Jeez. Jeez, jeez, jeez. You know, I'm just sitting here and it's like, yeah, it is. It's 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 true. Yeah. We, we we can't we can't dispute that, you know. Yeah. It's it's really true. And yeah, that's why Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, you know, it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. We, we got another um technical problems. I, I don't yeah. know what's been happening today. It's on another level. That's fine, but we yeah. we're recording from home, so you're gonna expect well, my time. home, my home, like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's always They can't now give out your location and say, from Roy's house, so people know where we're recording. <laughs> and then they're going to come to me, you know, yeah, it's not When hitters come to your house, it's a case of, why did you put me on blast? I know. Yeah, so here's yeah. what I'm saying, we're just recording from, they don't have to know specifically what or where home is. You want to take over the show, man? I, I don't <laughs> buy it. <laughs> take yeah, it over the show, yeah. Yeah, so okay, back to what we were speaking about, the, the music and the inspiration behind it, where... It's just a scenario of loving to tell those stories and challenging yourself to to make soundtracks to people's lives, the, the things people are going through. I, I, I enjoy, say, whatever... Okay, I don't enjoy Lloyd going through the most, but I'm saying taking his pain and putting it in a song. Makes it so much different in, in that get, terms. Yeah. Telling it from his perspective, say, even in, in first person, me putting myself in... Lloyd Shoe say after he's been through a breakup or him going through depression where I've, I've had a scenario where I've written about a friend's breakup or I've written about a friend being depressed, being hospitalized, right? Speaking about those type of things in first person. So I had to put myself in that person's shoes and understand what they were going through. Yeah, exactly. At no, the time and actually that. not just waving it off. It's just, yeah, well, why is that guy crying over a girl or why is this guy... Cause in black families, they don't take mental health seriously. Mm, no, right? true. Like, they don't take depression. Like, why Why the hell is this kid acting up or seeking attention? You get so... Having the ability to be able to express yourself in that way, putting your emotions on a song and exposing your vulnerabilities, your, your weaknesses, your strengths, is actually a pretty dope thing to me. Yeah, no, it is true, though. Like, wow. Okay, before you even go, I got a little game for you. So, um, yeah, it's probably going to be fun. So basically how this game is going to work, right? Yeah. I've been waiting for this a long time <laughs> to do it. Since we, I probably started hitting record. Is that, to get killed, <laughs> is that what's going to happen is I'm going to say a specific, you know, word. It yeah. can be anything, and you have to give me a one-word answer. So you know the one-word answer type of thing. Yeah, the so first thing that comes to mind. To your mind, yeah, basically. Yeah. I, you know, today you're less taking over the show. So obviously, if I say blue, you would say sky. You see exactly. So you ready for this, man? Yeah, yeah. Let's I just, I just want to see how this is gonna let's be. See, this see is how gonna, far we can get. This is gonna be a really, really interesting. But here we go. Here you go. You ready for this? Yeah. You ready? All right. Let's, let's go. go. Comic books. Thor. Right. Wow, that was okay. Hmm. That tells a lot. Even even to the listeners, they're like, hmm, alright, that tells a lot. Blue. Sky. Red. Man United. Drake. Uh good artist. Uh let's put it in one word, one word, one word. One word. Vulnerable. <laughs> vulnerable. Yeah. Vulnerable. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. That is well not what I expected, but okay. Paris Saint Germain. Four one. 
What are you thinking about? Oh my word, you're thinking about the 4-1 between Barcelona and, uh, and yeah. Paris Saint-Germain. Oh yeah. I wanted to say Neymar, but now the first thing that came to mind was that, that comeback. Oh yeah, yeah, that comeback. Yeah, that was yeah. a really, really... Just like, as you said, Barca, the first thing that would come to mind would either be Messi or would be the comeback by AS Roma. Yeah, that is true. That is, that is, that is true. Samsung. Yeah. Note. Mm, okay, okay. Apple. Steve Jobs. All right. Could we? Let's just count it as one word. I'll give you a pass with Jobs. that one. Jobs. Jobs. You know, I'll give you a pass, pass with that one. Um, music. Life. Hmm. Uh, dragons. Fire. Netflix. Chill. Nice. I like that one. I like that one. I like that one. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, boy. That's all we do, oh boy. Oh my we, word! We're on there, boy. Oh my word! And I was waiting for that answer, though. Oh my word! <laughs> uh, Comic Con. Hmm. Comic Con. You wanted Comic Con Africa? Disappointment. Come on. I've been working on an event, so yeah, I, I couldn't make it. I wanted to go, but yeah, what comes Comic Con? Um, people. The Big Bang Theory. Sheldon. Hmm. Bazinga. Bazinga. All right. All right. HBO. Game of Thrones. One word. One word. You already have one first. Okay. 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 All right. Internet. Life. Gryffindor. Harry Potter. One word. Come on. Harry. Alright. <laughs> Dumbledore. Dumbledore. You can even put that. Alright, man. Alright. Alright. Final one. Pillow. Sleep. Alright. Now it was it was it was awesome having you here on my show. Like honestly. This it was dope, really you. awesome. It's like, actually still sinking in. You've got your own show, bro. Yeah, I have my own show. It's 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 pretty I still have to get used to this, you know. I'm, I'm probably some listeners are like, oh yeah, we can hear you, you know. You, you do sound a little bit off, uh, you know, not on point as the other, you know, uh, podcast artists. This is only but, the second but one. But it's fine. But it's fine. But it's fine. But yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I love you guys. No, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, it's uh, cool, man. Girls out there, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know, trying to be mean yeah, to you. We love yeah. all the girls. Bro. Yeah, we love girls all of you. We love all of you. We love Nothing all of you. Women, but no, thank you for being on this podcast. No, you thanks, were amazing. Thanks for having me. You're amazing. And keep well, man. Just thanks for it. Thanks.